evacuate the city. Engage all defenses. And get this man a shield. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies with Nerd is the New Bully. I'm your host, Lee Warrior, with my co-host. This is Eli. Yep. Oh, no fancy name, no Eli the Destroyer, Gi- nothing uh, like that. Or... Gi- giant size Eli, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> <Or> something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we are back for the, uh, yeah, this is the last month of 2017, Eli. I know, damn, we went by so fucking quick. I know, you have the time flies when you're having fun, so... Yeah, look, like we're gonna have to eventually get together like a best of list or something. So yeah, we're not gonna do it right week. now. Yeah. That might be next week's week. episode, maybe. Yeah, maybe next week, maybe yeah. the week after, uh, yeah. something like that. But we'll definitely you know something to think of. And if you want to check in for our year year end of what we think about 2017, we haven't got a list. Like I said, we talked about a bunch of shit this year. Yeah, uh, and, and list, I guess we can lists also are always about- fun, anyways. Yeah, and plus everybody's gonna do it all the time in this. So everybody will get a hit, get a start on it before everybody else does. Yeah. So, and plus we know you only care about our year uh, end of the year list, and anyway. we don't yeah. care about the motherfuckers. Our, so. our opinions are the only one that matters. Exactly. Yeah. We only dis- we only express facts here. <laughs> but as far as opinions go, we're not the only opinion that matters, Eli. Because guess what? There's another opinion that matters also. Uh oh. Yep, and that is the Grammys. Oh shit. Yep. And the Grammys have announced their um uh, their nominations. So they've nominated uh, have the nominations out. I'm gonna go through the list about what they're having. And Eli, I'm just gonna just throw some names that you just the nominations, just see if you know these songs and know these artists and you know, and we'll kinda guess who we think might win. So I'm not gonna get the whole thing, but I'm just let's start off with record of the year. Now this is not genre, this is not category, this is just overall record of the year. And I think we have like five of these guys. Okay, so we have uh first on the list we have Redbone with Childish Gambino. Okay. We have oh, that's that's his uh song or his album. That's his song. The song the album is Awaken My Love, but the song is Redbone. Oh okay. so, yeah. Uh we also have Dispicacitito. I don't know. Daddy Yankee featuring Justin Bieber. So Oh yeah, I wouldn't know that shit. I, you know, you supposed to know this stuff. <laughs> okay. Then we have the story of OJ with Jay Z. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Then we have Humble uh, with Kendrick Lamar. Um. And we have last but not least, 24K Magic with Bruno Mars. Oh. You know, 24 blah 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 in there. Okay. Now, and this is the one I'm gonna go to. Also, this is album of the year. But like I said, this is not genre category. This is just overall. Now. Album of the year, first on the list is Awaken My Love with Childish Gambino. Uh, okay. since the best album of the year. Uh, number two, well, number two on the list is also 444 with Jay Z. We actually reviewed that on the podcast. Matter of fact, I think that was like on the first show we did that or something. One of them, yeah. 
something. I don't know. Uh, we have Damn with Kendrick Lamar. Uh, melodrama with Lord. I don't know who that is. I feel like I should know, but I don't know who that I is. I know who Lord is. I don't know. Uh, and 24K Magic with Bruno Mars. So, like I said. Uh, now, I'm not going to go through the list, but out of all those, Eli, who do you think has the best chance of winning? I have no idea because I don't own any of them. <laughs> Bruno Mars? Is he pretty popular? <laughs> just like the, you just spun around in the room just real quick and just like, that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm too metal for that shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, overall, I'd be happy if Kids Lamar win, Childish Gambino wins like that. But honestly, I think Bruno Mars has Yeah, this. Is, is Childish Gambino getting that big? I, I, I didn't think he was, like, that popular. I mean... I didn't think so. It's it's that one song. That one song. You know why? You know you know where that song was from, right? No. Get out. Oh, was it? That was the theme song. Get out. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. I just remember that. The song from Get Out that I remember is that that whispering, weird whispering. Uh, yeah, quesadilla, quesadilla. I don't know what they were saying. But if you remember, it, it sounded like a girl singing. But it wasn't a girl, it was him singing. Okay. He was just had a high pitched voice, that's all it was. So so yeah, it'd be nice if Chattis Gambino wins, but it seems like I, I it'd be a miracle if uh if Bruno Mars didn't win like every single category that is pretty much he's up for. So But we'll see. We'll see if we go from there. Uh moving past that, like I said, we could talk about the box office numbers, and the box office numbers are sort of kind of getting stale right now. They look like they won't get interest interesting until Say the 15th. I think the yeah. 15th is when Star Wars comes out. Yeah. And they're saying Star Wars is projected to hit a 200 million domestic uh weekend growth. So that's going to be insane. It's going to blow away every movie this year. But that being said, we can go through and see what movie is doing what. Uh, Number one on the list, Eli, we have Coco. Oh, two weeks in a row. Hanging in there. Yes, hanging in there. Uh, Number two is Justice League. Uh, Not hanging in there. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll come back to Justice League in a second because I have some some things to say about Justice League. Uh, uh, what else we have? We have number three. We have Wonder. We also have four Thor Ragnarok and number five Daddy's Home Two. I don't know why Daddy's Home Two is still hanging in there so high, but still in there hanging on there. And we can move down to the other list. We have uh, Murder of the Orient Express number six. We have. Number seven, Lady Bird. We have number eight, These Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. I know you told me about this movie twice. I completely <laughs> forgot what you said about it, but that's okay. <laughs> and number nine, we have The Star. And the last movie we have is Bad Mom's Christmas. It so, sounds like the same list as last week. <laughs> like nothing changed. No. It pretty much, actually it is. It is, because you know, it usually a list of, what came and what went up and what went down. No, every, nothing changed. No. <laughs> nothing new. Oh, something that, well, I'm going to keep going down a little bit list because actually I find this pretty interesting. Now, number 11 is Roman J. Israel Esquire, the Denzel movie, but number 12 is the disaster movie. Oh, yeah. I want my Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of disappointed. I, I wanted them to disaster movie to be in the top 10 because I, I'm, I'm actually kind of really interested in this movie. Now, Eli, like I said, you're, you're a movie buff. Have you ever seen the original room? Yeah, I saw it on Adult Swim one night. What? Yeah, they aired it as an April Fool's joke on Adult Swim for like 24 hours or something? Or is it 12 <laughs> hours? 
yeah, I like turned it on, you know, ready to watch Aqua Teens or whatever, and it was this fucking movie, and I was like, what the hell is this shit? And then I had heard about it. Like, I had heard about this shitty movie, considered supposed to be the worst movie ever made, and I just started watching it, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> It's like like how it's because it, it's one thing to make a bad movie, but it's a it's a it almost takes a work of art to make a movie that bad. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's it's hard to make a movie that bad. That's the thing. So yeah, the room is a special kind of bad. It's definitely in that so bad. It's like if you if you can appreciate bad movies that can pick things apart, or if you're a fan of movie uh places like Cinema Sins and things like that. You will, you will almost be entertained by this movie by how bad it is because it's a lot of stuff that goes in this movie that shouldn't happen. And it's got and a as cult as, following now. Like it's, yeah. They have yeah, like it has a midnight cult following. Yeah. But it's, it's because of the marketing of Not only the marketing, they're telling me that this guy, and this guy, Tommy Wiseau, is, I don't know. I don't know where the fuck he came from. They don't know where <laughs> no one, he's Yeah, from. he's like shrouded in mystery and shit. Yeah. He won't tell anybody where he's from. He financed the movie himself. They said the movie had like a $6 million budget. He financed the movie himself. They don't know where he got the money from. He just had the money. He bought a camera where normally people like rent the camera. He bought the camera to, to do the stuff. Uh, and on top of that, the reason the movie is so famous, not because it's bad, is because he had a billboard in L.A. that was up there for five years. <laughs> and it had his telephone number on there. So people, every time somebody drove by the L.A., you know, thing they saw the room and they had no idea what it was. They were like, "Okay, what the hell is this movie?" You know. So the guy's a marketing genius. It all paid off. I'm pretty sure he's making like a a, a bunch, a shitload of money off this now. So. Yeah, like he does, like goes to like cons and shit. And buddy right. mine met him at a con. <laughs> <laughs> right. He just talks about the movie stuff like that, and, and and I don't think he set out to make a bad movie. I think everybody was telling him, "Hey, dude, this movie is." gonna be some complete shit when you make it but i think he just was generally just trying to make a good movie and it just went completely bad yeah yeah (laughs) but it's like amazingly bad it's like hilariously like (laughs) you know just go on youtube and like look at some of the clips and just the dialogue I, I, I want I want you to do that. That's because that's actually what i did i went on youtube and saw the nostalgia critic the nostalgia critic has a review of of the room on there it's hilarious. He goes down and picks apart the movie like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? And it's hilarious. As a matter of fact, I think uh, Tommy Wiseau even tried to sue him to try to take it down. <laughs> it so I don't know. The movie is hilarious. Is where, uh, going back to the box office, Eli, number 14 on this list is Titanic. Oh, I heard they were bringing it back for some reason. Yeah, they brought it back. It's back in the theaters. It's number 14. So, is it yeah, the anniversary or something? Yeah, the 20th anniversary. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. They released it. So. Yeah. I don't know. You know, but I've only seen it once. I saw it once in the theater, and that's it. I've never seen it again. It's a three hour movie. It so, is. you got to pace yourself. You know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, that being said, let's go back here and see what we got. Let's start with the good news of the box office first. Good news, of course, going to be Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> we'll Man. get to the bad news in a second. Uh, now, Thor Ragnarok is currently sitting at, fuck, I can't see, uh, $816 million, $816 million at the box office right now. Pretty much look like it's going to finish out its run. It'll probably hit about, I'm thinking, maybe like 8.30 before it's been done, which is damn good for a Thor movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it looks like it's pretty good up there. Uh, I think 
I think Spider-Man did like 870 or something like that. I can't remember what Spider-Man do. So it maybe has a chance of being the highest grossing Marvel movie this year. I don't know. We'll see. That being said, let's get to the bad news. Now, of course, the bad news is Justice League. And just looking at these numbers are pretty pathetic. I'm not like they're just depressing. If you're a fan of DC movies or Warner Brothers or Justice League or Zack Snyder or Joss Whedon, whatever. Anyway, the worldwide release. Okay. Eli, like I said, we talked about it last week. We talked about that, whether I had a bet going with this 500 over or under. So this week, do you think it's over 500 or under 500? It didn't make over, did it? It made over. It made over. Uh, right now, it is looking at 567 million worldwide. Of uh, that's honestly, that's barely a jump from what it was last. Because actually, last week I think it was 480. Now you're looking at 467, and of course, you know, the week after that's just going to get less and less and less. So the bad news that they're saying about Justice League is that they're projecting it to probably be their lowest grossing DCEU movie. They're saying it's probably going to gross less than Man of Steel. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just, you know, it, it seems like it's just running out of steam. And keep in mind, this is before Star Wars comes. So when Star Wars comes in two weeks, that's it. I mean, Star Wars is pretty much like Galactus to all these movies that are out there right now. So that's it. Yeah. So all the theaters are going to have, you know, it'll be Star Wars in every screen except like two. Exactly. He might well just pack it up and go. That's what I'm saying. Like whatever Thor is going to do is going to do in the next two weeks. Because other than that, that's that's it, you know. And that's all people are going to talk about. And and the thing is with just. It's like like you can't even get a conversation going in these forums anymore. Like you used to talk about two years for Man of Steel, you talk about two years for Justice League, but now you can feel the conversations about. I mean, not not uh, Justice League. I mean uh, BBS, but Justice League. You can already feel the conversations die down. Like people are not even interested in talking about it. Yeah. You know, it's just like a movie that kind of just came and went. You know, and, and like I said, when Star Wars hit, that's pretty much it. But you know what? A lot of fans are getting upset about it. We didn't get a chance to talk about this last week or week before, but you know what a lot of fans are, are upset about? What's that? They want the Zack Snyder cut. Oh, yeah. So all of a sudden, Zack Snyder is a martyr now. Yeah. You know, he paid the price for our sins or something. I don't know what's going on, but that's what they're saying. <laughs> so they had this online petition going out. It's on change.com. And I think it has over 200,000 signatures where fans are saying that they want the Zack Snyder cut. They want it. Uh, Eli, is this my fault? Am I the one that charges the change.com bullshit? <laughs> I, I feel like be. I'm slightly responsible for that, but I'm not going to go there. We, we'll move past that. <laughs> but I do want to bring this up now. But I, I hate to break it to you guys out there that are wanting a Zack Snyder cut, cut, uh, cut and boycotting justice league and trashing justice league because you're not getting a movie i hate to tell you this but a Zack snyder cut doesn't exist and it's not going to exist i'm yeah, gonna break down like if it did it was probably like before special effects were even done exactly you know? <laughs> the special effects weren't done <laughs> so even if they do release a Zack snyder cut you're gonna get a movie with no special effects and it's just gonna be rough you're gonna get you know uh you know, 3D scenes of models and stuff like that. And it's going to be a very unfinished movie. So you're not going to get that, you know, yeah, and they're not going to, they're not going to spend the money to finish the effects. Right. They're <laughs> already losing like 150 million on the movie to begin with minimum, <laughs> you know, especially if it does less than man of steel. So they're not going to turn around and spend more money, you know, to finish the Zack Snyder cut. Then even if they, let's say, even if they did do that, 
That means they have to bring Zack Snyder back to finish it. Because didn't they like have to spend like over a hundred million or something just on reshoots? Just on reshoots and the mustache. Yeah, yeah, like they already pumped a bunch of money into this movie. (laughs) Exactly. It's one of the most expensive movies ever made. Yeah. It doesn't look like it, but it is. (laughs) Because the thing was, it didn't set out to be that expensive. The budget wasn't supposed to be that high. But with all the reshoots and the CGI mustache like that, that's what shot the budget up. So it's like, I think it's like top three highest, you know, most expensive movies of all time. So that's why they're hurting right now. But like I said, even if they did decide to spend the extra money on a movie they're already losing money on, you know, to to finish the Zack Snyder cut, I mean, they have to bring Zack Snyder back to edit the movie down to his cut. That's not going to happen. I hate to break this to you, but DC is done with Zack Snyder. And then then people and I've, I've actually been saying this for like last year. I've been saying this last year when Just League is over, they're done with Zack Snyder. People call me an asshole. Okay, call me an asshole. That's one. But now you're seeing these new reports. I know you've seen it too, Eli. The new reports of people were saying that DC wanted Jack Snyder gone last year. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's pretty much Goyer and all that shit. Exactly. They, they. I'm I'm glad Goyer's gone. Goyer was an asshole. But anyway, (laughs) but yeah, they wanted Jack Snyder gone because they saw the numbers on BVS, and when they came back, they were like, ah. But they couldn't get rid of him. They were stuck with him because if you can't, if you fire him. You get a chance either postponing the movie or just shelving the movie all together, one or the other. It, it was a very possibility you might have just shelved the movie all together. But if you if you fire him, you're definitely going to miss the release date. So he was already in the middle of making Justice League, did even they, with the BVS numbers going yeah, on. Didn't they start shooting Justice League like right as BVS was released? So they didn't even know the reaction of BVS yet before they started right. doing Justice League. Exactly. So. so what they were doing, they were course correcting in the middle of the movie. Yeah. Which you can't do that. Yeah. You kind of got to know what direction you're going in the movie before you start shooting. But like I said, we could talk about Justice League problems all day long. Like the movie, don't like the movie. Justice League problems were all laid out before the movie even came out. The movie did 93 million box office wide. That means that people had pretty much checked out this movie before they even cared. They, they mean, they didn't go see the movie because the movie was bad. They didn't care whether the movie was good or bad. They were done with this franchise. So yeah. their, their problems was hit, uh, uh, done ahead of time. So I know a lot of people, I know a lot of BBS fans out there. Well, not a lot of you, because if you were, the movie would have made more money, you know. <laughs> but you're trying to you're trying to throw Just League under the bus only to make BBS look better. Don't do that. Yeah, because it's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Even if it was. BBS still is a shit movie. <laughs> so don't try to point another movie at that and try to use it as a scapegoat and try to use the box office numbers on it because BBS is the reason Justice League box novels are so terrible. Yeah. Now the movie has its problems, but that's neither here nor there. Oh, uh, Eli, you know what? Honestly, after this conversation, I'm pretty much done talking about Justice League. Yeah, it's too bad because I, I, had a good time for the most part. I, I had a good time with yeah. it also, but the yeah. but the narrative has shifted away from the actual movie so far yeah. that it's it's not even fun to talk about this movie like in yeah. any uh, conversation whatsoever. Yeah, it's it's sad because like my friend, you know, a buddy of mine took his took his kid to see it, and he's a huge Deathstroke fan, and so yep. when he saw that after credit scene, that kid was flipping out like, oh my god, Deathstroke and blah 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 blah. And, and like, yeah, that's what's sad is he's probably not going to get to see the Deathstroke <laughs> movie, you know? 
that that's the thing because now uh Warner Brother has to take a step back and look real hard at what direction they want to take these next movies. We don't know. Maybe they won't. You know, maybe they're just gonna put Aquaman out there and just call it a day, you know, and just recalibrate maybe ten years down the road. We don't know, but it, they're just not gonna just keep cranking out these movies like they are now. Yeah. Not with just League doing what it's doing. I mean, like I said, uh Dark Universe probably the mummy movie probably didn't even have this big a flop and they killed that franchise after one movie yeah so there are going to be some consequences and repercussions from the fallout of just league it's going to happen what are they going to be we don't know yet but there will be there heads will roll so uh what we were going to say next oh like i said we were talking about the disaster artist i'm gonna come back to disaster artist because james franco was the star of that one and they say he might win an oscar or be nominated something like that but eli guess what james franco is in the works for a superhero movie. I've heard, yes. Yep. It seems like James Franco wants to be the multiple man. Yeah. Yeah. For those that don't know who the multiple man is, multiple man is a mutant. He's an X-Man, X-Factor, whatever. He's in the X-Men universe. Name is Jamie Madrix. He has the power to basically clone himself and just be multiple men, you know. He actually was in one of the old X-Men movies. If you see X3, The Last Stand, whatever it was, he was the guy... That could make a bunch of other guys. <laughs> you know, he was that guy. <laughs> so that was his pretty much power. He was in there for a cameo, but if you know he was, that's who he was. So James Franco wanted to make an entire movie out of that guy. Uh, only thing I'm thinking of is multiplicity. That's, that's what only. I was just about to say. Yeah. <laughs> I've already seen that movie already. <laughs> We've already seen it, but hey, Michael Keaton played the hell out of that movie, though. <laughs> yeah. Or the Matrix. It did feel like he was doing yeah. a, a white version of Nutty <laughs> Professor, but hey, it worked. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But like I said, past that, we could talk about something that actually broke the Internet this weekend. It was insane. We could talk about the Infinity War trailer. Oh, yeah. And we can actually say the Infinity War trailer broke the Internet because I was just looking at the numbers real quick. And they're saying in a 24 hour period, it is the uh, most viewed movie trailer in Internet history wow. in, in 24 hour period. I was like, wow, that's that's insane. And yeah, like I said, that just watching the trailer, I don't. Eli, how many times did you watch the trailer? A few. <laughs> I, I actually, I actually lost count. Honestly, I did watch it a bunch of times, but I lost count because I, I was going through it and just picking apart every single little bitty thing I could find. I started to, and I started to like write a review on it, and okay, this to happen there and that happened there. But honestly, by the time I looked up, it was like like a hundred other in case you missed it or a dummy's guy to infinity when I like, you know what? I don't even worry about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like at that point, what's the point, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I did want to, but at the same time, I want to talk to you about it because we can kind of like break down some of the trailer stuff like that. Some stuff we saw. Uh, uh, like I said, the main thing that you can take away from it, that it looks like Thanos is going to invade Wakanda. Yeah. Yeah. And it looked like one reason why he's invading Wakanda, because, of course, uh, Thanos trying to get the Infinity Stones. He has one Infinity Stone left. So and the stone he has he hasn't had yet is the Soul Stone. So obviously he Wakanda has the Soul Stone. Yeah. That's the only thing that makes sense, you know. It's full of black people. Of course, they got the Soul Stone. So. <laughs> is that racist? <laughs> it probably I can say it's, it's OK. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but it's a lot of things going on there. Like I said, we saw Bucky back there. Bucky has a new arm. Um, I think they already leaked that it's going to be a full vibranium arm. Uh, now, I wanted to let everybody know this. Everybody keeps saying Captain America's in it. He's not Captain America anymore. That was the whole point of Civil War. He gave up the Captain America identity. 
He laid the shield down. You see this? He blacked out the star on his chest. He is no longer Captain America. He is nomad. Different guy. Nomad, man without a country. Nomad, beast of no nation. Whatever you want to call it, that's what he is now. I'm pretty sure they're going to name drop Nomad in there because the whole point of it is that uh, he's a fugitive. From, he's not even allowed in America. So how can he call himself Captain America? You know, had not in Africa the entire time, you know, mm-hmm. so he can't be an, uh, associated with a nationality. But I'm pretty sure when when uh, Infinity War rolls around, they're going to deal with that some kind of way. Uh, somebody else brought something to my attention, Eli. Yeah. OK. Now, remember the whole uh, Nick Fury speech? There comes a time when something, something, you know, at the beginning of the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OK. Now, you know, it starts off with Nick Fury speaking, but then it's like other Avengers finishing his sentence that he had in Avengers 1. Yeah. And I thought it was kind of weird. Like, why are they doing that? Like, why don't he finish the speech? Why are other people finish the speech? And somebody brought that to my attention. Like, what if everybody in that sentence that was finishing his speech are the people that's going to die in the movie? Oh, yeah. I mean, because like I said, we had Vision. Who look like he's getting fucked up in the in the trailer. So he has the he has the stone. Thanos wants the stone, so I can see that happening. Tony Stark, I don't see him making it. I'm sorry. Robert Downey is too damn expensive. <laughs> Disney would be happy to kill him off at this point. You know, yeah. he keeps some money in their pocket. Uh, who else was talking in there? Black Widow Black was talking. Widow, yeah. I don't see Black Widow making it. I'm sorry. Like, what the fuck is she do with Thanos anyway? So, uh, who's left? Who's left? Who's left? I think that was it. Oh, Nick Fury. Nick Fury's gonna die. We all know that. Again. <laughs> Again. I think it'll stick this time. Because <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like I said, uh, the Captain Marvel was gonna be set in the 90s anyways. You can kill him and it doesn't even really matter. You know. Now, are they saying there's gonna be scrolls in that Captain Marvel? Yeah. I've, I've, they've actually confirmed it. Kevin Feige has confirmed that it's gonna be scrolls in the movie. They've already showed, uh, like, artwork of it of what yeah. it's supposed to look like blueprints yeah they show her fighting scrolls so in theory they can kill anybody in this movie and then and bring just, them back and then just bring know. them back as a scroll right <laughs> or there were a scroll that 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 was the scroll that got killed right the sky is dead kill one yeah. of them the war machine yeah. lays down there and he's so, all of us you know, all of a sudden a scroll yeah they can do that <laughs> so in case down the line in phase four or five or however long this fucking goes right you know robert downey jr decides he wants you know Wants to get some money. <laughs> he doesn't, you know, fall off the wagon and start fucking getting fucked up again. And he needs to make some quick I cash. I spent all my two hundred dollars on crack. I need yeah. to make another Iron Man movie. Yeah, so to reveal, yeah, Tony Stark was a scroll and he was hiding in wherever the negative zone or something. <laughs> <laughs> he just popped it over. He doesn't know what happened like since two thousand eight or some shit, you know. <laughs> so I can see that happen. I'm trying to think what happened in else in the movie. Uh, no, oh. The Vision and Scarlet Witch thing. Yeah. Okay. Now, Eli, let me ask you this, because like I said, we've seen fake outs in these trailers before. Now, like I said, we saw the human Vision. Yeah. Do you think that was he mastered the mind gym, or was it after the mind gym was taken out of his head, and now he's human? I don't know. Or maybe it was just a, it, it was a, 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 the, the effects weren't the special effects weren't done yet. And <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want to wear the you know, he he's pulling a Jennifer Lawrence in a. <laughs> Yeah. And X-Men. <laughs> I don't want to wear this shit. I don't think he's that big yet, but that, that could be as all. But at the same time, there is a precedence for that because 
Uh, Vision actually can turn human in the comics, or at least could turn humans before in the comics, like in the, the late 90s, something like that. He had a, a alter ego named Victor Stone. As a matter of fact, uh, it looked like Paul Bettany had like a, some gray, a gray streak in his hair. So did Vision did when he went human also, when he was walking around doing whatever he wanted to do. So, you know, I don't, maybe he does learn how to become human in this movie. Yeah. So, but at the same time, Eli, I don't, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, because Vision okay, yeah, we, we know that Vision and Scarlet Witch gotta have sixty time because that's in the comic stuff like that. But at the same time, her whole thing was that she loved him as a robot, not when the robot became a real boy. You well, know, maybe, that's she, or maybe it's just a magic trick, like she, you know, did some. Glamour. She did it. That, that's yeah. true. You know, okay, maybe if we're, you know, because she doesn't want a, you know, a, 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 you know, a vibranium penis going inside her. So she, she did in the comics. She, <laughs> <laughs> that's my yeah. whole thing. Yeah. She put some, you know, put some latex on that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my whole thing, because that was the whole point of the whole relationship, that, yeah, she was fucking a robot, and it was grossing everybody the fuck out. <laughs> you know? That's what I wanted to see in the comics. I just wanted everybody to be like, what the fuck? You know? Like, like Quicksilver, when he heard about this shit, he, he was horrified. <laughs> if anybody gonna fuck my sister, it's gonna be me! <laughs> Yeah, but like I said, that's the Infinity Trailer. Uh, Eli, I'm, I'm honestly, this trailer just blows everything out of the water. Like that's one of the reasons why nobody was talking about DC for like the entire week because everybody was talking about Infinity War. Because yeah. honestly, Infinity War has, I, I feel like this trailer has taken it to the next level of comic book movies. Like you got, you got comic movies here and they're taking it to the next level. I think they're reaching the Lord of the Rings level now. Yeah, it only took with them that, twenty that fucking battle. movies, but yeah. It took them a while. It took it took them ten years, but I feel like they're reaching there. But yeah, I and, mean that, and that's that just goes to show why people give a shit about Marvel movies because they put in all this effort and all this work to make us care. Yeah, it was ten years and twenty fucking movies, but yeah, that's why this trailer is breaking the internet because people care about this these characters, you know, who yep. no, yeah, who characters that no one really knows. That no one really knew until they made these movies, you know. Right. If you're Somebody not a, about the yeah. second version of Ant Man. Yeah. Right. yeah, comic book. Yeah, comic book fans know who they are, but the general. This is all. Did all, we? Did we know who Guardians of the Galaxy were? Not, not really. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I'm saying is like the, it's not about the comic book fans when it comes to the movies. It's about hooking non-comic book fans into the movies, and that's what's making these numbers so huge. You know what I'm saying? Is hooking people who don't read comics. To get into these comic book heroes. So, and that's what Marvel has done. It's made people, you know, like my baby's mama. She don't read comics, but hey, she saw the Guardians of the Galaxy in this Infinity War trailer and went, ooh! (laughs) Right. You know? (laughs) And that's why people are so, like, like comic book fans are so mad about Thor Ragnarok. Like, oh, that's not my Thor. Oh, that's not how Thor's supposed to act. Oh, they changed around the sword material too much. Like, what are y'all mad about? Like, they, they gave you comic Thor the last two movies. How did that shit work out? Yeah. Like, nobody gave a fuck. Yeah. So, of course, they're going to change it. Like, like, why keep doing the same shit that don't work over and over again? Change the formula up. Try yeah. something different. Try some shit that works, you know? Yeah. They took and a it risk. Worked. Yeah, they took a risk and it worked. Exactly. You know? I mean, it's better to keep doing the same shit over and over again. Yeah. It's like, it's like they, you know, like, because they've been, yeah, they, they, like, how many of the movies that, that were the directors quit? You know, because you had Favreau quit. You know, Joss Whedon ditched out after a while. 
I'm pretty go, sure Feige fired all those guys. Yeah, I mean, it's like, and the, wasn't there the that one chick who was supposed to direct? Was was Patty Jenkins or who was it who was supposed to direct? Yeah, Thor it was too? Patty Jenkins. Yeah, the yeah, one she, Wonder Woman. She was supposed yeah, to do Thor too. Yeah. yeah, she took off. I mean, and it's like they, all these like auteur filmmakers took off, and and then they started making these mediocre movies, and you know, yeah, Edgar Wright got fired from Ant Man. Yep. And they say, hey, well, let, 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 let's let this guy, this Taiki Watiti or whatever his name is, let's let him do his vision. And look what he did. That's because that is obviously a comedy and he does comedies. And <laughs> yeah. And look what happened. You know, they took a chance. They let a guy, well, let this filmmaker make the movie he wants to make. And he did. And look, now they're breaking in the dough. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what they're doing now. So. Marvel knows what they're doing. Like I said, I think they, they've done enough of these movies that they kind of know what works and don't work. They're not, they're not throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah. Like they, they, they have this, they have a game plan figured out. So you, you gotta, you gotta applaud for that because like what they're doing, nobody is doing. Nobody. Like no franchise. I mean, I think they've done five billion domestically, you know, mm-hmm. and Eli, I'm be, I'm be honest. You probably gonna punch me in the face for saying this, but. I mean, when I saw Infinity War trailer, that gave me that gave me Star Wars feelings. Well, there you go. I'm I'm sorry, it did. Yeah. I mean, it's the end. I was like, damn, okay, because I never felt like Marvel had reached that level before. Yeah. Well, that's good because yeah, Star Wars feel Star Wars is. I'm struggling to feel Star Wars feelings, you know, nowadays. <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't feel Star Wars the way I used to, but yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Like, where can I get that feeling again? Right. Yeah. But I, I felt it at the end of Infinity yeah. War. I'm like, damn. That, I had to get that, it from, yeah, I got it from Thor Ragnarok when the Hulk fucking got me choked up and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and that's another thing. Like, okay, yeah, we're some, we're some, you know, old bastards, whatever like that. But you got some, like, five-year-olds, four-year-olds, stuff like that, that were, fan, like, when we were, became fans of Star Wars, they're this young looking yeah. at Marvel. Marvel yeah. is their Star Wars. Yeah. Like, that's their shit that they're going to get into. You never know what's going to hook a kid and get yep. him into and become a fan. Yeah. It was like, yeah, Batman, I was, you know, the 66 Batman on TV after school every day is what got me into Batman. But, you know, yep. you talk to hardcore Batman fans from back then, they're like, fuck that shit. That was, <laughs> that was campy and lame and my Batman is blah, 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 you know. And, and you know what's funny about yeah. that? The younger kids that grew up on the Nolan Batman say the same shit about the Tim Burton Batman. Yeah, that's so lame and (laughs) hokey and cheesy and, you know, and that. But, yeah, for a bunch of kids like my brother, my little brother and, you know, nephews, I took them to see that shit when they were, like, eight or nine, you know, and that's how they got into Batman. (laughs) You know, that was Right, because it was mind-blowing shit at the time. And and the Nolan Batman movies were so realistic, it does make the 89 Batman movies do look kind of cartoony. Yeah. But when we were young, that was the most realistic shit you could possibly think of. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was insane. It's, it's, it's weird how they keep moving the needle like that. You know, like we're, we're in the golden age. That's yeah. all we're in the golden age. I just, only thing I'm worried about is that after Infinity War, where can you go? Like yeah. what is there left to do after that? Yeah. I mean, there's so, it's so saturated right now with just, comic book stuff is just all over the place so yeah i mean like you said you got some good movies coming out like you got new mutants going for the the horror trail the horror trope you know yeah uh deadpool is always in its own lane so that's a pretty good thing right there oh i had a question yeah i i haven't really watched any of the easter eggs and 
all the things you've missed in the Infinity War trailer. What aliens are they fighting? Is that the Brood? Not it can't be the Brood. I think the, I think Fox owns the Brood. Okay. Uh, I was wondering what the hell this thing was. I'm glad you asked the question. Yeah. I, nobody knows. Nobody knows. People have theories, but nobody knows. Well, because one of the because in Planet Hulk, one of them dudes was a Brood. Like you know, and I, yeah. I, was, I was just thinking if you know if it was if they were gonna go that route. I mean, they obviously you know met you know referenced. Planet Hulk and Ragnarok, but uh, but I know what were they called the Warbound or whatever. The right. Hulk's well, crew. the Warbound, I yeah. think that was just Hulk's guys. Like like Korg was part of the Warbound. Yeah, yeah. but one of them dudes was a was a was a was a brood. Yeah. So was it was it Meek? No, Meek was like the bug guy that was didn't he betray him or something? Yeah, he fucked him over, blew up. The, yeah, 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 killed his wife and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. One of those guys was one of the brood. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't think Marvel has the rights to the brew because the brews are technically X-Men villains. Yeah. yeah. And so I don't think they care. But at the same time, Thanos does have like a army of just, you know, dudes, minions just everywhere. You know, that's kind of what Thanos does. He's basically like an intergalactic warlord. So he can just get anybody from anywhere. Yeah. And so take over planet, whatever like that. Now, uh, they did show a brief glimpse of the black order though. They did some the Black Order. Like okay. I said, um, Proxima Midnight was the one that threw that spear at not Captain America, Nomad, but she threw the spear at him so you could see a glimpse of her. She looked pretty good when I saw. Uh, Vision getting the stone taken out of his head. That was, I think, Corvus Glaive. I think I think that's uh, that's uh, Proxima Midnight husband or something like that. Anyway, but anyway, the Black Order, I think they changed them up. That's, they're supposed to, they, I think they're going to call them the children of Thanos. You know how you got like Gamora and Nebula? Yeah. They're basically going to treat them the same. We're like, oh, these are his children that, you know, that won't fuck him over, you know? Yeah. Well, isn't in the comics, wasn't like Nebula his granddaughter or some shit? Right. Nebula. No, well, Nebula claimed to be his granddaughter. Okay. Now, whether she was or not, that was never really explained. Because I think Thanos found her. It was like, I never heard of you and then fucked her up, you know, or some shit. Yeah. And I'm trying to see what she does because she actually plays like a huge role in Infinity Gauntlet storylines. So we'll see how it go from there. But like I said, from what I've seen from the trailer, they're not just taking just from Infinity Gauntlet, they're taking from different elements because it looks like it's borrowing a lot from Infinity also because Infinity Thanos invades Wakanda also. Yeah. You know, and they and 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 T'Challa basically says Thanos is coming. Uh, every initiate the Thanos protocols. Like what the fuck is the Thanos protocol? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I did think something pretty cool. Another nod that was to the Infinity Gauntlet also that I missed, like Hulk going into the Sanctum Sanctorium, like smashing through the, the uh, through the wall and through the floor. Yeah, that was from the comics. Yeah, but it wasn't Hulk. It was Silver Surfer. It was, uh, yeah, I was about to say it wasn't that. And who's that little elf dude? Can't remember the little. Oh, uh, Pip, Pip the Troll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pip the Troll. But he was with Adam Warlock, you know, and all those guys. So. Yeah, but it was like that shot of like you know Doctor Strange and. You know, Banner and Pip you know, was. You're right. You're and, right. And, Pip was there. Yeah. And what? And what's his face? Uh, Iron Man. It's like, oh, all they're missing is Reed Richards. And <laughs> right. You know, to make it complete. But yeah. that's how that's how the comic started. Yeah. You know, uh, Doctor Strange just drinking coffee or some shit like that. Silver Surfer came crashing through his, you know, his house, and then they were like, what? like this Silver Surfer, like who the fuck did this to the Silver Surfer? You know, and all all he said was, Thanos is coming. 
And they're like, oh shit. You know, they, some of them knew who he was, some of them didn't, but it, it felt like the same way. And it, it basically felt like the same way also. So basically, Thanos beat the shit out of the Hulk. That's what they're trying to say. Yeah. And so and we'll, we'll see what it goes from there. Of course, they can't, they don't have the rights to Silver Surfers, so it doesn't, it didn't come off like that. Now, funny thing about it that I used to read the Infinity Gauntlet comic books and the fun, and I used to read the Silver Surfer comics. Yeah. So when I read the Silver Surfer, I didn't know that it was leading up to the Infinity Gauntlet. I was just reading Silver Surfer fighting this purple dude. Yeah. They used to go around, you know, grabbing stones. Yeah. And I, I remember, I was actually reading that run at the time. My brother had, was getting those and, you know, and I, I was reading them. He, I, he was, he was buying them and I just checked them out. Oh, it's kind of cool. You know, yeah. yeah, I had no idea that it was leading up to. I had no idea either, but yeah. I was telling all my other comic book friends, I was telling them, Hey, do y'all read Silver Surfer comics? They're like, Fuck no, I read no Silver Surfer comics. I'm like, well, you need to read this shit because there's some big ass dude named Thanos that is fucking him up in these comics. Like, who the fuck is Thanos? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, just read this shit. He's fucking him up, you know. Yeah. And then Infinity Gauntlet had, and then everybody just went crazy over this shit and anything like that. But yeah, it was. I, I see they're taking knives from different, you know, Thanos storylines, and because even the look from it actually looks like from Annihilation. Like people were. Shocked by the way he looked, they thought he was gonna look like he did in Infinity Gauntlet, but that's how he looked in Annihilation. You know, no helmet, yeah, farming outfit or whatever like that. And yeah, I just want to see Thanos just beat ass, man. This is anytime he beats ass in the comments, it's like my favorite shit. <laughs> so, but I think we talked long enough about Infinity War. Uh, that's, like I said, I'm excited. It's coming out. And that's another reason why I'm thinking, it, you know, when they're trying to take Star Wars spotlight, Eli, it comes out in May. Does it come out in May fourth? Yeah. That's or that's almost kind of blasphemous now. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I know the Han Solo movie's coming out sometimes next year. I, did it get moved to Christmas time, or is it still going for me? I'm pretty sure it did. Cause they said Ron uh, Ron Howard pretty much just threw out the script, just redid everything. Yeah. So that's I'm so. pretty sure it's going to come out like later on that year. And so, but yeah, May four for a Marvel movie. I I think that's going to be kind of. I think some people going to be pissed about that. Yeah, well, what, when did that happen last time? Was that well? Guardians was in May, wasn't it? What was it May fourth? I don't know. Because that's the thing, May fourth. You know, May the fourth be with you. That's kind of a. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's kind of like a holiday. <laughs> I Star totally Wars forgot, holiday. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so some people are gonna be be pissed about that because because you had the Marvel and DC fans, but you never had the Marvel versus Star Wars fans. It always felt like yeah, that Marvel is Marvel. But Star Wars is Star Wars, you know. Yeah. They, they, you well, know, now Marvel owns Star. <laughs> it does, but uh, you know, it's one umbrella. But you know, it, it's it's weird. But because you know, I guess, we're probably gonna see the Infinity War trailer during Last Jedi. <laughs> that's why they released it. You're exactly yeah. right. That's why they released it. And I guarantee it's gonna be in 3D. So I'm gonna be there early, get my 3D glasses, watch how I look, see if anything there I miss. But yeah, I'm I'm there for it. So. Um. Yeah, like I said, we we got nothing else to talk about Infinity War. We can talk about some other stuff that Eli, I know you didn't watch, didn't give a shit about. But I'm gonna be honest with you, this shit blew me away. CW's uh DC crossover. Yeah, I am so behind. I I I know I know you behind. I fucking haven't even. Yeah, it's too bad because if like had had I not gotten rid of cable, I probably would have been on all this shit. (laughs) I sent you the CW app. I know, and I just was, by the time I was, you know, I had Stranger Things, and I, <laughs> like, how am I going to get, I was like five episodes behind on all the shows. I was like, shit. I'm, and then the Punisher, I, I, and 
Yeah, but never Punisher, got, yeah, yeah, that's never 13 got hours there. You. But yeah, so I just never man, got around Eli, to it. I, I'm, I'm letting you know now that the crisis on Earth X, that shit put a smile on my face, man. Well, that good. shit was so fucking awesome. Because it sounds like it was a lot better than the last year's crossover. Which It was a lot yeah. better than last year's crossover. They they really figured this out. They really cracked the code. Because last year's crossover, it felt like they didn't have enough story to stretch it out. I feel like Supergirl's story has some shit to do with something else completely different. And just yeah. threw something at the last five minutes. Flash episode was pretty much heavy. And the other two episodes felt like they were flashing out. Where this time, every episode, it was four episodes. Every episode has something specifically to do with this. And it just felt like just one long ass movie. That's what it felt like. I'm be honest with you. Crisis on uh, Earth X was a better Justice League movie than Justice League. <laughs> it, yeah. it was insane. The special effects look better. <laughs> <laughs> they do cool. Hey, I, you know, they do some cool shit on them shows like King Shark on The Flash. That's what I'm saying. I think, why does King Shark look so good on that show? Better than Dooms, uh, Doomsday did in BBS. <laughs> better than Steppenwolf. Like, what yeah. the <laughs> That's the shit I don't understand. But yeah, like I say, this got best respect. Uh, Eli, it has some like some great action scenes on it. They were actually trying to say something with this show, like with this episode, because the whole show was about them fighting Nazis. You know, they was oh, basically yeah. from uh, Earth X. But in this one, even though, but the thing is, the comics actually does have a Nazi Earth where a bunch of Nazis are superheroes, yeah. which is Earth X, which is Earth Ten. But Captain, this they made it Earth Captain 50. America's president. Yeah, some some bullshit. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but for some reason, they made it Earth Fifty Three. I'm like, why you make Fifty Three Earths? Just make Fifty Two. But whatever. They got the Nazis there, and anybody that's not, you know, blonde hair, blue eyed on the Earth, you know, they're thrown in the concentration camp. Oh, and they show that when they, you know, when they get captured on their earth and stuff like that, you know, like all the black characters, you know, got these marks on them. The Jewish characters got marks on them. The gay characters got marks on them. And I was like, damn. And then they had Supergirl. Then the thing was they were trying to, you know, capture Supergirl. And, and they would just kept talking to Supergirl like, you know, on, your, on our earth, you worship as a god. Like, why? You know, because look at you, your blonde hair, blue eye, your airing imperfection. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, damn. <laughs> Like man. damn, they were they were really going there. <laughs> that's that's yeah, that's a that's a bold statement, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and here's the thing, like, on, and not to you know diverse in the plot, but I, I've I've seen I've gone to some websites that I shouldn't have gone to, but I read some things about. <laughs> you don't even got to say. <laughs> I don't got to say, but I, I I read the wrong thing I shouldn't have read. But just one thing I read on there was that a lot of you know these really really racist guys that are out there. They look at Taylor Swift like she's arrogant perfection. Okay. Like they say that may that may be part of why she's so popular. Not I'm not saying Taylor Swift is a you know a racist. I'm not saying that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. just saying that may attribute to her fan base that look at her like this, you know, this Aryan goddess, you know, this blonde haired, blue eyed, you know, whatever. You know. And you look at Taylor Swift and Supergirl, they look the same. And I think that had later part too. And it was weird because it was Supergirl's evil self telling her that. And I was like, damn, they, they really going there with that. And so Oh, there was an evil Supergirl? See, I don't even know what happened. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, that's what I'm, saying. I'm not going to spoil it for you, just in case you do check it. But, yeah, you do have to watch. I might just watch these episodes. I mean, do I really need to get caught up on the whole season? 
Oh, kind of, because some stuff does happen. I heard there was a wedding. I heard there was a wedding episode that sounded that everyone was talking about between. There uh, were two weddings between Supergirl's sister and uh, the, the 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 cop she was seeing, the, the lesbian cop. Oh, actually, actually, it was Supergirl's sister, but it wasn't the cop. It was Black Canary. What? She yeah, got married, she got married to Black Canary. No, 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 no. They just hooked up. Oh, but did they, they get? But didn't that broad get married to that cop though? Weren't they a thing? They, they last broke year? it off. They so, broke it off. Yeah, they broke it off. Oh, so, well, fuck this! I ain't watching this now. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually, she thought, I, thought, I actually thought that was quite romantic. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. That's why she hooked up with Black Canary because she was getting over her breakup and she needed like a booty call or some shit like that. And it was a wedding, so they were like, whatever, you know. But why not? Yeah, Black Canary. Yeah, hell yeah. Why not? You know, <laughs> uh, so they had that. But two people got married. Okay, can I tell you? Can I spoil it for you? Sure. Okay. Fuck it. Okay. So the whole reason everybody got together, like from all four shows, because Barry and I are getting married. Oh, I suppose. Oh, did yeah. they all like come from different Earths to, to go? Exactly. They came from different <laughs> Earths, different timelines, and shit like that. You know, <laughs> decided to go to the bachelor party, shit like that, and they went there. But. Of course, you know, whenever you get in a superhero wedding, you know what happens. Supervillains break up the wedding. Blah, blah, blah. What happens? So at the end of the episode, they end up getting married anyway. But before they get married, Oliver and Felicity also get married. Oliver and Felicity. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know the couple everybody hates on Arrow? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know you're your favorite also. (laughs) So so basically, they they all get married at the same time. And it's how the show ends. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. But and it is it's, and the character dies and also I'm not even gonna lie, Eli. That that character death, that shit was emotional to me. Oh really? It a was emotional, death, man. A dot, is it gonna stick? Is it sticking or? Oh, it's gonna stick. It's gonna stick because they actually been kind of setting it up like the last three or four episodes. So I kind of saw it coming. But when it happened, I was like, man, I'm, I'm gonna just tell you anyway, Eli. I'm gonna spoil it for anyway because basically it was the the, the old Firestorm guy. Oh, uh, Vic, Vic, what's his name? Victor? Stein. Stein. Yeah. yeah. The, Stein the died. But the way Just, he died was so fucked up because basically he was going to die anyway, but the other Firestorm guy kind of combined with him. So he was kind of sharing his wounds. But they had, but the, he had basically the only way for either, either both of them are going to die or one of them was going to die. Did and he the get, older was so, selling him like, so did they get killed as Firestorm? No, 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 no. Or he just he, he got shot by himself. Like the old guy got shot by himself. He got like 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 the Nazis just riddled him with bullets, you know. Oh damn. Yeah. So but so he turned into firestorm to kind of keep him alive along the pops. Oh, oh like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then when they unfirestorm, both of them kind of was sharing the same wounds, and the damn. old dude was telling the young dude, "You got to pull the plug on me, otherwise you're gonna die." Also, he's like, "I can't." Oh I can't god kill damn. You. Yeah, he's like, "You got to yeah. kill me." <laughs> otherwise we're both gonna go that sounds rough yeah yeah so yeah. then he pulled the plug on him he died and then he had to go tell his family that he died oh yeah i was like that's fucked up <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that, that's what i'm saying man the show had like it had heart had action in it you know it has like some commentary going on it with it i was like man this is this is great man it, it blew away the last uh season they had of of whatever it was the dominator shit it blew that away i okay. don't know how they're gonna top this one 
Like, I don't know, because they really just went all out with this shit. It's like they spent like some, some money on it. You know, it's like they they saved the budget for the TV show just for this. You know. Yeah. Well, hopefully they don't do another musical. It was no, it was other than the Supergirl song. There was no musical. <laughs> <laughs> but I, honestly, I think the the Supergirl song was only kind of like a nod to. But it fit. It fit in the in the structure of the show. It did, it went just out of nowhere. So yeah. it it made sense. And that's the thing. It had a, like a lot of Easter eggs and callbacks and that shit. Also, like the instant the preacher that was marrying uh burying Iris, Iris was the. You remember that that show, the world, the world's greatest hero, America's oh. greatest hero, greatest American hero. That one, yeah. Oh William, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. William Cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. That, he was oh, really? Yeah, oh, he shit. was the preacher that was married. <laughs> oh shit! I used to love that show. <laughs> yeah, and and it's all kind of like Easter eggs going through that. Like the evil Supergirl was the general Nazi on her on her Earth. So when Supergirl was flying outside a window, she was like. General, would you like to step outside? You know, like the shit. Superman oh, like Zod. Oh, no right. shit. Oh. So it's like yeah. shit all through the episode. Like, you got to catch it, man. So I was like, and, and honestly, it, even though it's four episodes, actually not four hours. Yeah. I did. I did the math. I did the math. So each episode was 42 minutes. Yeah. So if you add up, it's really like two hours and 40 minutes. So it's actually like feature length. Yeah. So. Well, it sounds you know. awesome. And yeah. I, yeah. I just. It's, it's all, but you, yeah. you, yes, you do have to kind of be familiar with the other, you know, with the other episodes or at least the season to kind of, you know, get it, get involved with it. Yeah. But there is a one thing I got to bring up about it. There are some people pissed about one thing about it. No. Because this, no. this show <laughs> featured the first male kiss between two superheroes. Male kiss? Male kiss, yeah. Mr. Terrific and. Oh shit, that did happen. Never mind. Not oh. the first one. But they treat it like it's the first one. <laughs> oh, is it? Well, who are the gay superheroes? I'm trying to think. Okay, the gay superheroes, okay. Captain Cole was dead, right? They brought him back. He was gay? Well, he's he is now. Okay. Oh, obviously. <laughs> he wasn't gay before, he's gay now. So he's gay, and his boyfriend is the Ray. Uh, who's that now? The Ray is uh he's he's in the comics he's actually on the nazi earth on in the new 52 whatever like that he he's one of the heroes on the nazi earth and he was in the concentration camp because he was fine because he was out of his gay so he's gay and captain cole is gay so you got a gay ray and you got a gay captain cole and they and every time they meet each other they kiss like every it's not like one time like every time just, Eventually, just, I just wanted just, like somebody to go to him, like, "We go, damn, we go, cool with that shit." You know, they're just skipping merrily down the lane, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. and, and they were like really playing. Like, dude was like super gay, man. Like, like Captain Cole was like looking at Barry's outfit. He was like, "I love it. I love the streaks in your outfit." You know, some shit like that. Like, he was like really leaning into it. You know, he's so well. He's in a better mood because he was always so aggro and moody. Before. Exactly. Yes, he's. He so was the gay stereotype in this. Oh, so he's gay and now everything's fine now? It's all yeah, he wears like 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 <laughs> gay glasses. I hate to say this shit, baby. There's no other way to say it. Like if you see it, it's like Liberace shit. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like as soon as you see him, you look at the way he's wearing the glass, like, yep, he's gay. <laughs> and so yeah. yeah. I, so I much, feel so much better out of the closet now. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. The actor, the actor that plays Captain Cole, he's gay in real life. I, yeah, I would figure, yeah. 
Yeah, he's getting really. It's actually like a lot of actors on the CW that are gay. Like the oh, the yeah. the old Five Stone guy, he's gay. Uh, oh, like in real life. Okay. Uh, Kid Flash, Wally West, in real life, he's gay. Okay. Who else? Uh, what's else. his name? Arsenal, wasn't he gay? He had to. Be, he was too Him. pretty. To, he was gay. Yeah, yep. he was too pretty to be a. He know, was too pretty a ghetto to get, kid to from yeah. <laughs> be a thug from the hood. I was like, that kid's too gorgeous to be living right. in the ghetto. He, he had a gay look. He had the gay porn star look like you were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so, matter of fact, if I ever do a video of this and we do the gay porn star, I'm just going to put his face there. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, but, uh, but you got, you know, the usual crowd, you know, they didn't even watch the show. They just saw that and just got pissed. But is it Malcolm Merlin? Gay in real life, that dude. Him, yeah. I, I, I do that. Him, him too. Yeah, no, he's uh, yeah. he's real. Uh, yeah, because he's like the gay. He's gay on the Doctor Who shit, isn't he? Gay yeah, he's gay on Doctor Who shit. He's like yeah. super gay. That's kind of the reason why they had the Flash musical on the show. <laughs> yeah, half of them like gay anyway, and they can yeah. say like fuck it. <laughs> yeah, plus turn shit to a musical. Isn't uh, not the fucking guy who got fired, but the other guy, Berlanti's. Who's who's the who's the other guy that not the guy who got fired for being a creep, but um, the other creator is gay. One of those what, creators Berlanti? of yeah, I think for, is it Berlanti? Is Cause it? Who's, yeah, because who's the guy who got fired? The is other guy. Christberg? I don't remember the name. That's but I know Christberg, right? Something. Yeah. Yeah. So then the other guy is gay. He's like gay in real life, and that's why. Oh. He's, he. That's why it's we have all this, you know. That makes so much more yeah. sense. He's pandering to a gay iron. Way yeah. so much more sense. Yeah, yeah. So because I like I said, not only did they have Captain Cole and the Ray Gay, but you gotta remember the uh the Black Canary and sister Supergirl sister shit also. Yeah. That was going on. Which I so, thought was really well done. I mean I was, you know, I thought it was really well done, you know. I thought it tackled the issues really I mean I yeah, I like how they do that, how they tackle these relationships just on you know a relationship level but then you, you add in the you know the, the the gay element and what they have to deal with and her coming out to her dad and all that stuff it's, it's actually really well done yeah I, I had no problem with it like, like i said I, and i didn't have a problem with them being gay either but it did feel like every time they turned around they were kissing 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 kissing, kissing like okay calm yeah. down like okay yeah. we'll get it you know yeah but yeah i mean i'm just annoyed from too much romance anyways. I don't give a shit who it is. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, I get it. You know, I mean, start punching people now, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so. so, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, you got a lot of people get pissed off about that. But now that you brought up the Greg Berlanti stuff, it makes a whole lot of sense now. Because, yeah. because especially with every, there is a gay character in every single one of these shows. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I just gay just be gay like they're in a relationship. So, yeah, completely makes sense for that. But, like I said, uh, if you're one of those assholes that have a problem with that, maybe Christ on X Earth isn't for you, you know. But yeah. if you're a normal person, <laughs> you know, you can enjoy the show. <laughs> no. Uh, so, yeah, that being said, there's one more thing I want to talk about. We can move on from that because there was another season premiere also, Eli. Oh, yeah? That I know you didn't give a shit about and didn't watch either. <laughs> awesome, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah, because I know you're bringing so much to the conversation. So, <laughs> so now we can talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, like I said, don't, yeah, you're right. I don't. I didn't watch it and don't give a shit. <laughs> I know you didn't. We never talked about it, but I just knew you didn't watch this shit. So, <laughs> so like I said, they're in their fifth season now. Wow. Uh, they're in space. 
They're in space. They're in space. How the fuck are they in space? They like. <laughs> I don't it's care. A, whatever. Sure. Okay. Yeah. They're in space. Okay. Yeah. They're in space. Yeah. They're in space. Uh, I'll go ahead and spoil it for you. I know you don't care. So not only are they in space, they're in space a hundred years in the future. No shit. Is there scrolls? No Kree. Oh no shit. Yeah, but but Kree have been on this show for like since season one, so yeah. it's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, the Kree have uh, overtaken everything, and like they're basically on this floating ship with the last of humanity. You know, and they're just trying to. They're supposed to be the one to save humanity, and basically been this prophecy. Oh yeah, the Age of Shield, and they're trying to find that battle star named Galactica. Yeah, Yeah, it's 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 all that. Yeah, exactly (laughs) what you think it's going to be. So here's my thing. Because now they actually show Earth now, like because you know they're saying we have to get off this ship, we have to go to Earth. Well, they find Earth, but guess what? When they find Earth, Earth has been destroyed. Damn it. Yeah, it's just like a little piece of you know crushed, just floating battle. Like oh shit, well can't go there. You know, so they fly back to the ship because there's nothing else they can do. Now, and everybody keeps asking, like, what, what the fuck happened? What the fuck happened? What happened to Earth? Nobody knows. They said because when the Creed came, they erased Earth's history, so nobody knows how Earth got destroyed 100 years ago. You know. Now, but is it course, the same characters on this show still? Same same characters, yeah. And it's 100 years in the future. 100 years in the future, yep. And they're in space. And they're in space. Um, and it, and it look, it's 22 episodes. I've already Googled it. It's 22 episodes. It looks like it's going to be in space the entire season. Okay, I'm just trying to wonder how they're the same character. Is it some sort of sleep stasis, planet of the Apes no, type no, they shit? No, they got teleported into space. I mean, in, oh, in the future. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, basically they were they were here, and then something happened, and some of them went to the future. Okay. The other ones that didn't make it didn't resign the contract, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, what's her face on there? Quake, or she's still on? Quake is on there. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, Colson's still there. May's still there. So all those guys are still Simmons. there. Simmons. Simmons. Is she still on Simmons it? is there. Um, that's my only reason to watch that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Simmons is there. But Fitz is not. Oh. Yeah. They said Fitz didn't make the trip. They're like, oh, oh damn. Shit. Fitz didn't make it. Oh, well. <laughs> I like Fitz. But anyway. But yeah, Simmons, she's, you know, whatever. But you got all these characters here, so they're trying to make it. They don't understand why. But you know what? You know what the internet is saying. What what they think happened, right? What's that? Thanos. Oh, really? I suppose if they, you know, if they're setting it up. I mean, they usually mention the movies. They well, at least they used to. Yeah, in in a passing reference. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, and and I, honestly, I think that's the whole reason they did this space shit. Because if they have it on Earth and they have all this Infinity War bullshit going on, everybody in their mama is going to ask on the show, well, why isn't Coulson there? Why isn't Quake there? Why isn't Spider-Man there? Or some bullshit like that. So if you just put them in space, you don't have to worry about these questions. Yeah. Yeah, they're out of the picture. They're gone. You don't have to worry about them. So when Thanos starts fucking up shit, you don't have to worry about Ace of S.H.I.E.L.D. have to involve with this shit at all. They're just doing whatever they're doing so they're completely removed from this shit altogether so that way they can say it's all connected but it's not really all connected because this this shit ain't been connected since 2013 you know shield is is its own thing so um that's why and it's not just with age of shields with the netflix shows also like they don't they they everything that happened is the incident you know yeah no matter what like like hulk fucked up harlem in the incredible hulk movie <laughs> and they barely mention that shit in the Luke Cage, which is in Harlem. Yeah. 
so the, they just was it that the green monster line that was pretty no they clever, were talking but... about oh uh, they want well they weren't talking about Fenway Park they were talking about the green monster right well, yeah about... I, I got the green monster and I'm not talking about Fenway <laughs> I remember that line I said yeah that's clever yeah. it's true but at the same time they never mentioned Hulk fucking up Harlem they just, no. they mentioned Hulk but not him fucking up Harlem yeah. So like yeah, Hulk did this. Hulk, they never mentioned that in Abomination. So it, it's there, but it's not really there. And I can't wait for you know the the Netflix shows to mention Infinity War as the the second incident. You know, <laughs> they're never going to refer to it. You know, or or most likely it's not going to have happened. They're going to you know just erase it again. And you know, I mean, get the reality stone and just you know reboot yeah, it. Makes, yeah, it erased yeah. everybody's mind. It never happened except yeah. for the a few Avengers that are still alive. They're the only ones that know. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably what's gonna happen. It'll be Black Panther. He'll he'll get the fucking Infinity Stone. Oh, he'll put the Infinity Stone on it. Yeah. And then when he's done, every Avenger will be black. Miles Morales, (laughs) Williams. That's what should happen. (laughs) A lot of it's a fan theory saying that's what did happen. (laughs) Well, he did get the Infinity Gauntlet at the end of uh, he did he did get the Infinity Gauntlet Secret Wars or some shit. Yeah, he did get when he did it. All of these minority characters stopped popping up. (laughs) And Red Wolf still happened to be in Buxton though. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Yeah, but that that's what I think about uh, Agent Hill. So, I mean, here's the thing about Agent Hill. I'm going to just briefly just get off this shit. I think season four was one of my favorite, like, favorite comic book seasons of anything. Like, I put it up there with anything. This season, I don't, it feels like filler. It feels like they're just doing this shit just to get them out the way and just to get some more seasons. So they can just finally just cancel this shit all together and just be done with it. Yeah. Because it's on Friday night, seven oh. o'clock. That's yeah. a death slot. You you put shows on that time slot to kill them. That's what you do. Yeah. yeah so so I think that's what they're doing. They're trying to give Agents of Shield a send off when it's gone. That's gonna be it. They'll probably just leave him in space. That way you have to worry about Colson ever again. You know. So he went to show up in any of these movies. But man, I don't know. Yeah, I guess we we're done with that. But yeah. On a past Agent Seal, I guess we can, well, we're done with the comic books, done with the TVs. I guess we actually talk about comic book section. And the good thing about this section is that we actually didn't read anything. So, <laughs> so we're just going to kind of just wing it and <laughs> just see what we have. Uh, anything have new anything. anyways. Do you have anything to read? I mean, I only think I haven't read anything new. I mean, you mentioned War Machine, the Punisher War Machine. I did read that. Um, okay. I, I didn't read it, but I'm interested to hear about it. But I know you you had a uh, you had an issue with it. I do, but I, I I just want to make sure how the story went before I I give my issue because maybe the story will address my issue. Yeah, well I I might have had the same issues as you. I mean because I I I really didn't care about this um, story or it's the legacy whole legacy tie in. I didn't care or the whole renumbering of it and the whole new team working on it. Um, uh, yeah, new writers, new artists. I was like, yeah, I don't give a shit. But hey, it's on my pull list. It ended up in my fucking crap, my pile. I was like, okay, I'll give it a whirl. And surprisingly, I liked it. I liked hmm. it quite a lot. I was like, wow, it was pretty cool. It starts out like any other comic, uh, Punisher comic. He's, you know, raiding some, you know, some baddies are on a dock doing some bad shit. And the Punisher shows up and shoots everybody, and it's pretty cool. And then he goes and gets in his van to go away, 
and Nick Fury is in, is waiting in his van. And I was like, hey, Frank, I got a job for you. Uh, some, some, so when, uh, when S.H.I.E.L.D. went under and uh, all this shit because of all that fucking crap Captain America did last year, <laughs> <laughs> we, we lost a bunch of our supplies and shit and blah, 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 blah. Anyways, I need you to steal a package for me. And it turns out it's the fucking, uh, it's the war machine of Mario. It gives them all. It's it's they're being us. The basically all the shield supply warehouses are being overrun by terrorist groups and shit. And some like war criminal from Russia has 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 his hands on some shield equipment and he's like, here, you know, go go take. I'll 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 show you where this is. Gives them the information of where the war machine armor is. And at the end of the issue, Frank breaks into the base. And gets the war machine on. And that's issue one. And I was like, wow, that was pretty cool. Because I was worried that he was going to be working for Nazi Cat. But he's not. <laughs> I mean, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So, so yeah, it basically ends with him getting the fucking uh, war machine armor and just blasting off out of the base after he shot up the base and took the shit. So, okay. And he was wearing the war machine armor and stuff like that. So, yeah. okay. Sounds pretty Cut and dry, meat and potatoes. It goes yeah. how you expect it to go. So the story was pretty well written. The art, what's funny is, <laughs> they, <laughs> the Punisher looks like John Bernthal now. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, that kind of makes sense. It kind of yeah. makes sense. He kind of looks like a, a a mashup between like classic Punisher and that big. He's got the big John Bernthal nose and forehead. right. Does he have like the the head shave? You know how he is. Kind of like yeah. the, the fate. Okay, he has it too. Okay. Yeah, pretty much that buzz do he's got. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay, I, I can see that. I can see that. It, that's how they should do these these things now. And kind of make them like that. So. Yeah. Uh, it sounds interesting. I'm not gonna lie. It does sound interesting. I know it's not gonna be the new status quo for Punisher. It's gonna be like a one time thing. He wears yeah. the war machine outfit, shoots a bunch of bad guys, give it back or whatever, you know. And I'm fine with that. I'm sorry, Eli. I gotta be that asshole. I gotta be the asshole to bring this up. Do it. I mean, War Machine. Mm-hmm. Rhodey. John Rose is dead. Somebody else is wearing the War Machine armor. Mm-hmm. I mean, damn, we barely got any black characters as this to begin with. <laughs> and then the ones that we do have that, you know, that original that actually have a popular fan base should kill them off. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm gonna have an issue with that. I'm gonna have a problem with that. Now, is it gonna stop me from reading this book? No, it's not. I mean, like I said, I, it sounds interesting. Punisher, the war machine, shoot a bunch of bad guys. Sound interesting. But like I said, I have to be the asshole. I have to address it. I've addressed it. Now I can move on from that. Okay. I get, get it out of my system. So. Yeah. Well, that's what they that, – that, what, what, I, think, I think they're thinking Riri Williams covers that whole, you know. <laughs> oh. She doesn't. <laughs> I'm sorry. She, uh, that's what they're thinking. Well, we got a black character in an Iron Man costume, <laughs> so there you go. We got we got two, so we'll get rid of one, but at least we still got the other one. <laughs> uh, yeah, the rule of three. I know. Yeah. <laughs> now yeah. I do. I'm glad you brought a real wig because I have a good. I have a good point about that one. Honestly, now that Venice is gone, Riri is done. That was his pet character. He created her. He's the one that shoved her down our throats. Now that he's gone. She's gonna. She's not just gonna immediately just go away, but she's gonna fade away eventually, until the point that we just forget she ever existed. Yeah, I, I so, see it happen. Yeah, till twenty years from now, when some. Oh, know, it won't be twenty. Up, up and coming. You never know. Up with some up and coming. Uh, you know, female black writer will 
resurrect her and it'll be hopefully be cool. <laughs> oh yeah, and then ABC and Disney would be like, oh no, she has legacy, she has history. Like, <laughs> yeah, not really. <laughs> we didn't give a shit, but okay, if you give a shit about it twenty years from now. And you're right, Eli, that, that very well could happen. That very well could happen down the road. Riri might be this big thing, but now that Bendis is gone, nobody else in Marvel's bullpen is going to want to touch her. They're just going to let her just fade away and give Tony Stark back the the suit and punish her flying around and shit, and that's it. Now, am I upset about that? No. Like I said, I'm going to say what I want to say about Riri. Like I said, she probably won't matter anyway. Reason I don't like uh, uh, Riri because she is a Mary Sue. Like, she can do no wrong. Uh, She knows everything. Uh, she's damn near starting to Tony Stark. She has no flaws whatsoever. So when I'm reading the comic book, she's a boring character. Who wants to read a character that has no flaws and knows Tony Stark stuff better than Tony Stark knows it? You know? And I I don't want to read a character like that. And I feel like they're shoehorning down her throat. Now, could Riri be fleshed out? Maybe she could, but it's not going to be under Brian Michael Bendis. Because the way he's writing, he's writing as a boring character. Yeah. And he's an old white guy, so... Yeah. He's an old white guy uh, yeah. writing a fifteen-year-old black girl. Yeah, I don't right. know if she—I don't know if he understands the struggle. <laughs> <laughs> because when I read Rudy Williams, it sounds like a fifty-year-old a, a white guy writing a fifteen-year-old yeah. black girl. So I'm like, yeah, that's okay. I don't know. Maybe Reggie Hudlin will get his hands on Rudy down the road. Who knows? Yeah. But anyway, yeah, like I said, I, I read over the book. That's pretty much it. I'm reading some other shit right now. Uh, I'm not reading any new shit, but I probably have some new shit down the road. I think White Knight comes out of White. We haven't talked about White Knight at all on this on the show. Oh yeah, yeah. I haven't read it. I haven't read that either. Uh, I'm reading so we're, much we're Batman talking shit, when, man. When issue three, wait, isn't uh Metal due for another issue? It, uh, is it? Did they skip this month? They skipped November, right? They skipped November. Yeah. So we should be getting one this month, or was it? I forget how long they were taking off. I forgot either. I, I'll look it up and figure it out. Uh, either way, we'll review some books next week because we want to get some shit out the way before Star Wars hit. Because I know when Star Wars hit, that's going to be a, an entire podcast to itself because that's how it might be the next two podcasts because <laughs> <laughs> it's Star Wars. So, uh, other than that, like I said, if you stay with it this long, definitely like, share, and subscribe to Comic Book Bullies. Uh, leave a review. Uh, nobody's left a review yet. You know what, Eli? I, I think I might do a giveaway. There you go. I'm going to do a giveaway. Okay. Anybody listening to this, and I'm going to post it in the group. Don't worry about it. I will post it in the group. Uh, I'll give you details then. Just pay attention to the links in the next few days, and we'll get some details on the rules, what's going on. And the rules might be established on the next show, but we'll let you know from there. Uh, definitely listen to the other podcasts and Outright Geeky. We have uh, Get Valiant. Talk about Valiant all day, all the time. Uh, Hoodoo TV, which I'll talk about Valiant all day, all the time. Uh, Comic Cast. I haven't keeping up with them, but they make some good stuff also. Eli with Geek Sass, they're going pretty hard too over there. Uh, Instruments Destruction, I didn't forget him this time. There you go. <laughs> I remember him this time. And this Geeks and Comics, knowing Ryan, he's probably doing a, a recording right now also, or maybe tomorrow. I don't know. They'll, they'll record whenever. Um, yeah, other than that, like I said, we got all the stuff out the way. We're going to leave you with a popular song. We don't know what it is, but we will know when you hear it. Uh, until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. And we will talk to you guys later. <laughs>